0: The uh, Bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, backslash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, slash W-Y-N-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Use the promo code NFC Beast for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Those fucking giants. I thought they were going to lose that. And make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. That's pretty good. I'm doubling my pay. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. That'd be uh, quite something. All right, here we are. Live streaming. Bottom line bombs. Let's go. Welcome to the NFL contest pick show, aka the Bottom Line Bombs. I'm CJ Sullivan, comedian and pick extraordinaire. I give you each week. I give you five picks with bits against the spread and one survivor pick for your contest, your circuit contest. I use all those lines. You can check those out at circusports.com. You can check my standings at Um It is a special. Halloween, bottom line, bottom. This is where I specialize. Halloween. And we are live streaming today. So thank you, all you people out there making comments, looking at me live on the, on the internet. This is probably a bad idea. But uh, you're, I'm bringing you guys inside the box. I'm the man in the box. Here's a little sneak peek. Look at this. Look at these options they give me. Here's the wide shot. Look at that. Look at that. That's a big box. Now I'm in the studio. I don't, no, it doesn't look so bad, you know? It's more fun when I'm in the box. So, someone, someone couldn't believe that... Uh, this was real. They thought this was green screen. No, this is me trapped in my closet in the box. The man in the box. Anyway, that is the show. Um, we're coming in here. Uh, we'll recap last week. We got five picks, five more bombs this week and a survivor pick. And of course, a man in the box segment towards the end, which we will do. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's picks with bits. So it's a tough show. It's a tough show to make. To be honest with you. Not only are the picks tough, it's impossible the, the win this contest, we're at five hundred. But also I gotta write an hour content. So you guys and you guys uh, you know, I should take this glass off to see what your comments are. Even though I don't like comments. Really. That's the problem. That's why I never really did good in radios, cause uh it's all based on user listeners calling in and comments and interactive and you you give them poll questions that come in. And I, I I never cared for that. I didn't really understand why I needed listeners to help me with my fucking show. I don't jump on a stage with, with a magician or a band and like just jump in. Hey, you need you need someone to play the triangle here? Foo Fighters? No, we're good. We're the professionals. Why don't you sit in a seat? <laughs> anyway, it's a Halloween show here. I did not wear a costume. I was going to wear a costume. That's kind of fun when uh, shows do that. You'll see that tomorrow. Party interruption and around the horn. All wear fun Halloween costumes. But here's the problem with that: once you wear a Halloween costume for your TV show. Then you got to, it's funny for like a couple minutes, but then, then you got to do the rest of the show in costume They got a mask on. You got to you can't understand. I'm like, oh, this is great. You have a beekeeper mask on your face. Now I can't understand what the fuck you're saying. So you have to commit to the bit, you know, and they're not going to do that as sports casters. Comedy does that too. In stand standup, but we'll have like Halloween shows, but then it won't do the character. It was like, ah, I'm, 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 I'm you know, the. I'm whatever you're a mummy, but now you're doing your your regular Uber bits dressed as a mummy. Like, what what is this? It's this is ridiculous. So I didn't do this. I was wearing this. This is my. I was gonna be dressed up as because uh, I like I like Paul Newman's look in The Color of Money. That's why with these glasses. Look. But uh, I'm not fast Eddie. I'm slow Eddie. If Paul Newman was really down and out, Paul Newman today is he dead? Gotta be dead, right? Slow Eddie would have been my thing. Anyway, bad week last week. We went, uh, we went one and four after going four and one. We'll go through a couple of those. That was the problem. It's uh, the problem with this, with these, this contest. I mean, we, we made, we made some progress, but I mean, we're still around 500 because of all the equity we put in earlier in the season. We take two steps forward and one step back, you know, we're like, uh, Paul Abdul and MC Scott Cat. That was a good song. What happened, MC scat Cat? Yeah, you think his career would have took off a little bit? That poor rapper because <laughs> that rapper got his one chance. He got to do a song with Paul Abdul, who was at the height of her career. You know, hey, we, they want you to do to rap on it's great. I'm a struggling rapper. I got to be in the video? No, no. Instead, we're gonna have an animated cat dance with her in an alley. So just just do the rap. That's all we need from you. <laughs> MC Scat Cat. Career. Poor Paul Abdul too. I'm Team Paula. Crazy Paul Abdul. Fuck Britney. Everyone likes Britney Spears. Free Britney. Fuck Britney. She's a goddamn multi-millionaire. She's doing fine in her Vegas compound. Paul Abdul. She's one. Of- I'm Team Paula. She was. She's legit crazy. She did. She had a pill addiction. She was fucking. I bet she fucked Scat Cat. Didn't she have sex with one of those teenagers on American Island who got kicked off the show? <laughs> she is craze balls. She made up a story about being in a plane crash. Yeah, I like Paula. Paula Paula threw things away. Brittany just had her Brittany just had an allowance. So what? Get your priority straight. Anyway. Oh yeah, this is an NFL gambling show. Like here I am, CJ Sullivan. Bringing the papers into the passion. The papers into passion. Oh, I got a new sound bite for that. I'm the. Here, well, I bring papers. Everyone else, I'm the analog guy here in the box. Everyone makes fun of me in the sports game and podcast now because they all have laptops. But you can't smash your laptop around. I brought clipboards, you know? You get to rattle the clipboard. When things go wrong, you slam the clipboard down. You're, what the hell's going on out there? We didn't design that. So I bring papers. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis, (laughs) that's my new sub, I just requested that. Thank you for Colby dent bringing that up real quick for us. I'm the fucking guy who brought out the sheets of paper. I brought out the sheets of paper and I looked at the analytics. No, you didn't Ron Rivera. Anyone who pulls out sheets of paper is not looking at analytics. That's on the computer screen. (laughs) Ex linebacker, Ron Rivera. I got to hear that again. It's so funny. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper paper. that looked at the the analytics analytics. that watched the tape when we were at Indianapolis. Freaking Indianapolis. What is he talking at? Freaking Indianapolis. Oh, he's talking about what Carson to play for Indianapolis. Yeah. What a meathead. I love it. Anyway, so we, um, yeah, we went one to four last week. We'll go over a couple of those two losses. That that really burns me. Denver loss. I'm I'm off, I'm off of these Denver Bronco games. when we did the show last week, Russell Wilson was supposed to play. That was the whole thing about how Russell Wilson is in a cult, I believe, and not the fun, sexy kind of, you know, sexual assault cults in a robe or something. He's in one of those, you know, poison in a juice box cult. He's gonna bring those back, you know, make those make those popular again. Those used to be really popular, the suicide cults. Put a bed sheet over your head, wear some Nikes. Drink some Kool-Aid and pff. good night, nurse. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I like Starbucks, now. That's not a good thing. I'm, I am like getting into things late. Like uh, <laughs> iPhones and Starbucks. I just got an iPhone in 2020 fucking two and a Starbucks. Jesus Christ. I'm a hip. I'm a hipster because I'm the fucking guy. Oh, one more time. Why not? Ron Rivera. I'm the... Guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Ah, oh, yeah. So and then uh, by the time the show goes off, then they say, Ah, Russell Wilson, you're not playing. You have a hamstring injury. I do. Yep, you do. Trust me. We don't want to see you again. We have Mark Rippon's grandson, I think, playing. Uh, so Rippon uh, went in there and they lost, of course. There was things happened, whatever. But and that's the thing, like. Okay, it was a loss. I'll take a. I'm not gonna complain about a loss, but like I wouldn't have played it if I knew, goddamn, Mark Rippin's kid is playing the guy. That's still quarterback. I wanted my cult Russell Wilson, and now I'm off Russell Wilson. He's in London. The the, the media's like pushing these corny Russell Wilson stories. It's, like, it's too much. Now they're like, oh, wait to hear what he did on the flight over. He was doing stretches on the airplane while people are trying to get sleep. All right, stop telling us to hate Russell Wilson now. Now it's now it's too much. But I also can't back. Uh, the other one was, let's see, the other loss I didn't like was the Tampa. We lost Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Everyone did. But what I hate about that is I had the analysis right. I just didn't I just didn't go through with it. You know what I mean? Like, I had Carolina pinned that they were lean on me. The, the movie Lean on Me, the high school versus the Rams. They were the beginning of Lean on Me. And then Wilkes comes in as uh, the coach, comes in as Morgan Freeman and cleans up the place. He's fucking... He's trading players at halftime. He's sending out uh, McCaffrey, his kid, kid Ray. And what I didn't realize, that's fair east side. You know, he changes the pep talk, the pep song, makes them all sing it in the bathroom. The rest of Lean on me, he turns that school around. And that's what he's doing at Carolina. He turned the school around the next week. They passed the app. They got the minimum for the aptitude test. They painted the banner every day. You know? And I didn't, uh, didn't fall through with it. I sticked with Tampa Bay because I thought, uh, I don't know what I thought. That, that's on me. I had the analysis and I didn't do the pick. I had the bit analysis, but I didn't trust the bit. I didn't trust the fucking bit again. The bit over picks. Fuck around, then you find out. Uh, how about that Mike Evans? That was fun. The uh, Referee's getting for his first autograph. <laughs> I believe he didn't. They They said it wasn't. There was a video of Mike Evans and the referees calling him and he gave him his autograph. They said he wasn't getting his autograph, which I believe, because who gets an autograph anymore? Everyone gets selfies. No one gets, maybe an old white referee would get an autograph. Hey, bring it to your son. You bring your, you bring your kid home an autograph. he would be like, what the fuck is that? A signature on a piece of paper? What am how am I supposed to get likes with that? No, you get a selfie. You make the celebrity take a picture with you during his dinner. Turns out he was just giving, getting his phone numbers and giving golf lessons which is hilarious. That's, that sounds like a, what an old white referee. Is. Hey, Mike, let me get your digits. I got a, got a great golf instructor in Lubbock, Texas for you. That, that sounds believable. Anyway, uh, what else we have here? We have uh, the worst uh, real quick before we get to the ad breaks into this week's bottom line bombs, a uh, worst guy, worst gambling guy segment. We started out last week with Bill O'Donnell who, last week, who, uh, Texted me congratulations before the game was over. And of course that game lost hundred percent because of him uh, this week is anyone uh, who corrects me for my shows in the box. You are the worst guy ever. Basically anyone who attacks me is the worst guy ever. You're, you're nominating yourself for the segment. I can't read those comments. I should get in there. Um, <laughs> a couple of the mistakes from last week. <laughs> Listen, mistakes are going to happen in the box. All right, There's no editor here. There's no producer. They just lock me in this fucking box. As you can see, wide end. Look at that. I'm in this box by myself. Losing my goddamn brain. And then they clean it up afterwards. So there's no one here to tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Let's go over a few. Uh, I meant to say Rex Ryan, but instead I said Rex Reed. Rex Reed, who is a critic for The New Yorker, I believe. Out in the town, I think it's called. I did not mean critic Rex Reed. I meant Rex Ryan. A couple weeks ago, I said Bill Poley and Jim Irsay. That happens uh, for the Colts. That happens. Whatever. You, you, know what I, you know what I meant. That's what I mean with corrections. You know what I meant. Why? I get it. It, it, it makes you, when you hear it, you lose credit. It loses credibility. But I tell you what, I'm never going to critique anyone on a show that makes a mistake like that again. I also, uh, I wanted, I, I was supposed, to, I was trying to say, uh, I was trying to bring up Mystery, the pickup artist from the VH1 show years ago, and I said Mystique instead. I called him Mystique. Uh, in my defense, I think Mystique's a better name than Mystery. Oh, people love that Mystery. He was hilarious. He liked the neg, neg girls and wear a lot of accessories and big jester hats and shit. But Mystique is a kind of a cool name. I don't know. I remember uh, Scott Farrell, who's a sports talk guy, uh, he's on the not this show in particular, but he's on the Sports Game Podcast. He's a great guy. He talks like this, you know, you're the man, I'm the man, you're the man, I'm the man. That's how he talks. Uh, he's great. He's been in for years. He does a solo show. So One time there was like some kind of guerrilla reporting uh, documentary about sports talk guys and how they're wrong, and they just put things out there. And so they tried to, they got him after a show. He said something like, Tim Biakpatuka, Tim always hurt, always hurt. And then they came up with a stat with him. Like, ah, oh, he's actually only missed two games in his entire career, you know, so you're wrong. Goes, oh, was I? Oh, well. And then that's how he handled it. Oh, well, was I wrong? So what? And then you could tell the re- the, the guy, the reporter had no idea how to handle that. Like, oh, I thought we were going to go back and forth on this and you were going to deny it. I don't know what to do when someone just doesn't give a shit. And that's exactly what it is. So I kind of agree with that. And I will, and then, you know, mistakes are going to happen in the box is what I'm going to say. It's like, especially one and four. But this is a special Halloween edition of the Bottom Line Bombs. Um, Man, my vision is really bad. Maybe it's these awful gambling glasses that I wear. Because I want to read your comments, and I will. But first, I have to read some ad reads. You see how I segued that? I'm a- getting pretty goddamn professional. Let's see what the clock's at. Sometimes I have to look at the clock. Oh, man, I was really babbling there, huh? All right. Well, we have a special Halloween edition of Bottom Line Bombs. But first, let's tell you about WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Bet $100, you got a hundred dollars, to get a hundred dollar free bet. Looking to join WinBet's biggest winners club? There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Uh, Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. just a little note for anyone listening to the Sports Gaming Podcast Network and the Bottom Line Bombs. Um, that question there—if you know—if you—if you have a gambling problem, or if you know someone, uh, you do—you you have a gambling problem. You, you, you subscribe to this network, but I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. How much money can you lose? Someone you know—he you mentioned reporting someone for a gambling, calling a number. I like, to, yeah, I like to report my bookie. He's got a fucking gambling problem. He keeps wanting money from me every week. You docks your fucking bookie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's like, I like when I make myself laugh as well. All right. Uh, YouTube sports gaming podcast. Give me a chance to win your choice of either an autograph, Lawrence Taylor, or an autograph, Brian Dawkins, Jersey be doc contest is completely free to enter. That's fun. Subscribe to the YouTube.com sports gaming podcast, which you're watching right now. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win like a video right now. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. And then we have a special World Series bet. I'll talk about the World Series later in the Man in the Box, but uh, make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash, $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, now let's get into it. Oh, hold on. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I want to read those comments. Let me see if I should go to YouTube or should I just squint my eyes more? <laughs> uh all right, let's just get into it. Whatever. Um, whatever I say. No, actually, I'll the I'll uh hmm. I don't to do it. First bottom line, bomb. Let's just get into it because I gotta uh I gotta hurry up here. I'm just doing this way too, long, you know. Um well, I kind of want to see these comments though. Let me see. Oh, there I am. And <laughs> I'm looking at me, looking at me. Look at that. <laughs> CJ Sullivan, the man in the box, in the side of the most smaller box. That's fun. Look at that. How do we do this? <laughs> Hello, fans. What is your costume? Ken Barnard. Oh, this is great. Now I'm looking at it. There we go. First time, long time. Box looks great. You're welcome. McNabb jersey next week. All right. There you go. I got your uh, comments in there. All right. I got it. Now I'm listening to myself. Listening to a man in a box. All right. There is no caution. Like I said, you can, because it's kind of, you have to commit to it too much. Um, All right. Halloween themed bombs. This is going to be exciting. Let's start right off with Monday night, the Monday night game, Halloween, uh, October 31st, Monday night football, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Ooh, that's scary. What is scarier than the battle of Ohio? What's scarier than Ohio in general? They determine the fate of our country every four years. What a ridiculous state Ohio is. Um, Just scary in general. Me and Sean Cole, uh, we used to uh, drive from Chicago to the East Coast. He lived in Maryland and I lived in Philly. And we would uh, split rides. And he wasn't allowed to drive through Ohio. I had to handle Ohio. And I could not drive in Pennsylvania. He would handle Pennsylvania. And so it's scary because we both had records in those states. And none of us could do Indiana. We just let we just let, we let Jesus took the wheel on Indiana. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, so Cleveland and, uh, Cincinnati, the Battle of Ohio. It seems like they play eight times a year, these two teams, you know. But this is the first time they're playing. They'll play nine more times. They're like the horror movies that uh this is what the Cleveland Cincinnati round. They're, they're horror movies that have so many sequels, they stop numbering them, the hope that you forget, you know, (laughs) what number they're on, like, Halloween kills, or Halloween ends, H2O, Halloween coming at you, Halloween does not stop, inevitable, like, okay, what number is this now? We don't want you to know, we're just gonna put active words, they go back and they reset it, oh man, it's hilarious, so now, so it's kind of like me, how I was with, uh, with comedy. Back when he, people like to ask you, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? And when I first started out, the first 10 years, I would lie up, you know, to make myself feel better. Oh, I've been doing about 10 years, and now I lie down. Oh, I am just started. Just started. It's embarrassing how long I've been doing. And, um, and I wound up here on a box yelling about the Browns. Oh man! So, but this is gonna be a fun Halloween game. Full size Ohio is, I imagine, trick or treating gonna high. You get the full size candy bars. You know they, they're not giving, they're not cheaping you out. They are straight up fucking Milky Way bars that are gonna weigh your bag down. Um, but it's gonna be great. Nothing makes sense. This is this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take. Uh, you have Cincinnati Bengals. They're on their way up right now. They're, they're actually a good team. There's only three good teams, they say, in the league right now. Buffalo, Philadelphia, and Kansas City are three great teams. And then everyone else is shit. But the Bengals are actually, they're getting pretty good. So they're, all, they're definitely on their way up. And the Browns are under, oof, they're on their way down. Last week, oh my God. They kicked a 61-yard field goal to try to tie it at the end. But the, <laughs> he thought it was a little too long, so he had a snapper go up a yard. Cleveland did that, make it a 60-yarder. So he was closer to the line of scrimmage, so of course the kick got blocked. Oh, fucking idiot. Um, <clears throat> the Browns—that's what the Browns do. They're are a are they're a, they're a There's no better place to be in Halloween than Cleveland Municipal Stadium at the dog pound. But because of this, because nothing makes sense, we're going to go with the Browns plus three and a half. Now, do I think they're going to win? No, they're going to lose. They're the Browns. But there's nothing scarier than a backdoor cover. So if there's no reason, they're—they're like one, of, you know. Like these horror villains that come out of nowhere. It makes no sense. All of a sudden they're alive. Like, what? Jason's alive? Wasn't the last movie Jason's dead? There's no fucking way. There's another one. Yeah, but now the new one's Jason Libs. New beginning. Final chapter. That's what it was. Final chapter, then new beginning, and then Jason Libs. <laughs> that's what these brows are. like. It's going to make no sense whatsoever, but they're going to cover three and a half somehow. Uh, I caught a little bit Jason Libs last night. I've been watching some horror movies during October. That's what I like about it. I do like about watching some horror movies in October. The only time I like watching them. Uh, Erica Acosta, Shout out to Erica Costa out there. Team Bloodfart in our fantasy league. He had a good bit about the beginning of how they how they explain Jason coming back to back to life. If you watch you can YouTube at the beginning of Jason Lives. It's, it's the opening scene. The guy is so traumatized by Jason from the last movie of killing him that he want he, him and his buddy Horshack or uh, he wants to <laughs> he wants to go dig up Jason Voorhees' grave to see for himself, just to make sure he's dead, you know? Not make sure I gotta see with my own two eyes. So he just drives to the cemetery, an unprotected cemetery by the way. This guy's a famous mass murderer and he's just buried next to your aunt. Anyone can just walk up on this thing and it's not even desecrated? Anyway, he digs him up and then uh, to send him to hell, he rips off a fence pole pretty easily and stabs in his heart and then lightning strikes and fucking, he comes back to life and kills everybody. Uh, after, <laughs> shout out to Eric Acosta, who, who pointed out the hilariousness of that. Um, Jason lives. So that, nothing is scarier than just when you think he's dead. That's when you think these Browns are dead. Jacoby Brissett's gonna backdoor cover. So we're gonna do Browns plus three and a half for our first Halloween bomb of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary I'm scared already all right let's move on to uh New England and the Jets another scary one. This line is New England minus two and a half um speaking of horror movies and movies that have so many sequels that they don't even want to number them anymore uh this one reminds me of my favorite my favorite Halloween um horror movie sequel. Halloween 3. New England. We're gonna take New England minus two and a half. Bill Belichick. New Halloween 3, if you don't remember. So Halloween, very successful franchise. Michael Myers, the piano. You know, the horrifying piano. And then, um... Michael Myers, one of the best serial... You know, best villain killers of all time. Him, Jason, Freddy Krueger, top three. No doubt. Um, so what does Halloween 3 do? They fucking... They don't tell the they don't tell the audience this, but they get rid of Michael Myers and they try some new script about the masks, about like Halloween masks you put on your kids how they're evil and they make you go evil, and they they got rid of the piano song and they put some fucking other corny song on there like six more days to Halloween, Halloween, and it made no. I mean, it made sense on its own. It's actually not a bad movie, but in the, but slapping that title of Halloween on it, it was balls. And it was just to get people in from that audience and audiences were irate. Like, what the fuck is this? The mask? Where the hell's Michael Myers? And they're just like, hey, come on. We had the script. We thought we'd go with it. Jesus. Can we have a little creativity? We have 50 more of these Michael Myers movies. We'll get to that. And that was, uh, <laughs> so people were just fucking pissed. So that was Bill Belichick last week. Um, uh, you know, Mac Jones comes on the quarterback, and he's like, "Ah, let's." You know, I know I've made a Hall of Fame career of defense and game management, and um, being smarter than all these meatheads. But what if I just pull him mid-quarter and throw the zappy kid out there and have a prolific offense? And uh, no one knew that was coming. The Patriots' offense said they didn't. They had no idea. No one told them they were going to have a quarterback change like that. No, or that that was even a possibility. And Belichick's been hilarious about it. He said. <laughs> They asked him like uh, Hey, was Mac Jones healthy enough to play? You know? He goes, Ah, I don't answer hypotheticals. That's not a hypothetical question. Was he healthy enough? That's a hypothetical. Now it's not. And I know I know you like uh I know you can convince your meathead players that this, but we're journalists. We know what the word hypothetical means, and uh that's not a hypothetical. Then he goes, Yeah, that was the plan to switch the quarterbacks, but it didn't get to the offense. We didn't get we didn't have time to tell them. What? You didn't have time during the week of practice to tell your players what the plan was. So the Patriot players were the audience. Where the fuck is Michael Myers? Why is it? What's going on here? Oh man. So what did Halloween? What did the Halloween franchise do? The same thing that Belichick's doing. They come out with Halloween four right after Halloween three. And it's literally called the return of Michael Myers. All right. Ass- it, it might as well. It might as well have been called. Are you happy now? Assholes. Can you leave it? Can you leave it? Be it comes off the piano. The opening scenes, Michael Myers. It's a fucking pink poster. He like does a fucking pimp walk coming in. Like, don't worry guys. It's going to be nothing but Michael Myers from here for the next 50 years. You can't get rid of them now because you complain. God forbid you watching a nice enjoyable script about masks. So now that's what Belichick's got to do. He has to throw Mac Jones back out there and uh, they're going to win this week because Bill Belichick hates the Jets. He, he, there's nothing more classic Belichick than the Jets and the Browns. That's who he likes beating. So, And uh, it was a disaster last week. They got smoked by the Bears somehow. Who knows how, but they did because they, they tried to the script with the masks. That's what happens. Now is the return of Mac Jones, Mike Myers. Um, anyway, so we're going to detonate that second bomb. So we have new England Patriots minus two and a half. Is that what I said? That line was yes. Minus two and a half uh, detonated Pat's return of Mac Jones and the piano. Ooh, these Halloween bombs are great. They're great. Cause I said so. <laughs> Oh man. All right. I am going to, uh, read some more ads and then we're done. I'm great at these ad reads too, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that professionals companies gotta be a stack. A couple of weeks ago, they said, make these ad reads your own. And then I did. They're like, yeah, don't make them your own as much. I think it's more when I tell people they don't, they do have a gambling problem and things are going to get worse if you're listening to me. No house advantage. It's changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred and fifty k, and plus in cash. That's right. You download the app. You choose a contest. Select your player props. Earn points for correct picks. Club the leaderboard. Test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry free if you hit all your picks. That's never going to happen. Bet up to five player props over under individuals in every sport, NFL, NBA, baseball, golf, MMA, NASCAR. Sign up now with a promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores. You get a dollar deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. And that's end of reads. Look at that man in the box. I print out my ad reads too. They take <laughs> shorted Ryan, ad hot shows here, which I'm going to be on the show after this, by the way, the prop show. They're going to let me out of the box and into the adult world. I'm going to be on this. I am going to be on this wide angle. I'm going to be right in the middle of those with two other people. Can you believe that? Look at that. Back to me in the box. Um, that's it for the ad reads, which you know, makes a lot of people happy. People say too many fucking ad reads. I want a goddamn. Let me see more comments. Um, Three viewers. I can't be right. (laughs) Um, Let me see. Let's see. The live chat. All right. I want more comments. Still remember bugs crawling out of the pumpkin mask in that movie. It says insane. Halloween three to worst. Insane. I will say this about Halloween three. It's actually not the worst. If you on its own. I mean, it's not great. It's a it's a it's a it's a left turn. And I kind of like it just how angry it made their fans. So for that, I like, and that's what Bill Belichick does. That's where we're going with that bomb. Um, all right. Enough of that. Now let's get into three more bombs. And we're gonna get into some real scary ones here in the Halloween bottom line bomb show on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. I am CJ Sullivan, I'm the man in the box. Uh, Cowboys bears. This line is nine and a half. That is a lot of points for Dallas. Lang. Yes. The bears just had a big Monday night win. So it's obvious let down and they're not good, but we're going to go with the bears plus nine and a half on this one. And this is why the Dallas Cowboys. They're, they're that house on the block. Um, you know, when you go trick or treating that has the real elaborate decorations that the whole family is involved in, you know, Like they have the casket out in the front yard that grandpa's in. They got the little girl tied up behind a tree with her arm falling off. You know, the kid's up on the roof and they do a whole thing. And they, and they can only handle like groups of kids like eight at a time because they put on like some community play for you. You got the the weird fucking on some box, some speaker box through a plant. <laughs> that sounds awful, and you're just like Jesus Christ. You got, I gotta endure all this. I have to listen to all this just to, for for what? For and that's what's the thing. The candy they gave you—it's nothing spectacular. After this show, you should have a huge, you know. I want a full size chocolate basketball or something. No, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting, you know, a fun size Mister Good bar and some sp- a spree or something. Spree sucks. What is spree? Is it trying to? It's in, between, it's in between, like, Skittles and Mentos or something. Like, what's going on with Spree? And it's this house that gives you an elaborate fucking play. Like this. Ugh. Hold on, kids. Hold on, kids. They're so into it. And it's always a disappointment. And they think it's amazing. They love it. They love the show. Okay. They're not even trying to scare you. They're just doing a whole thing. I mean, they are trying to scare you. But you know it's coming. And the, and the kids don't give a fuck. They just, we're not here to be scared. We're here to collect candy you do your family take this shit to tiktok with your family fucking dancing or something whatever the hell it is is drinking professional during a show hearing ice slap against the microphone anyway um so that's what the cowboys are the cowboys are this house that has their elaborate halloween thing where all the family's in there they put on this big show and it sucks that's what Dak Prescott's return. Whoa, wait a Dak comes back with this defense. Wait, do you see? Yeah, we saw it. They barely beat the fucking Lions. I mean, they did with the score wise and they covered, but like, cause Jamal Williams fumbled going into the end zone. Then you watch Dak, like, is this it? Then you see the show, like, is this it? That's Dak. Okay. Just look like, they, look like the other one. Look like the other guy they had out there. I'm not saying, of course, he's his first game back, but that's how the Cowboys are. They, they think their show is so much bigger than what they are. They're so they have that huge stadium, blah, blah, blah. But then they're just the Cowboys. They're just a mediocre team. Who's playing well and they have a good defense? But the point is, nine and a half is a lot. It was over to ten. Now it came down. The Bears, yeah, that's that's a scary bet to make with the Bears. Justin Fields, they they love to say he refuses to throw the ball, but uh, yeah, maybe he can. That was weird how they beat the Patriots. I don't know, you think Bill Belichick would. Understand that this he does not want to throw the ball forward, and maybe he is good decent at football. I don't think it is. That was another Eric Acosta line. I keep. I might as well just make this the Eric Acosta show, where you said the Bears just forgot to ask Justin Fields if he was good at football during the interview process. Oh, by the way, real quick before we draft you, are you good at football? Should have brought that up earlier. Um, but I think they are. I think they're okay, they're coming up, and uh I'm not laying nine and a half with Dallas versus anybody, even the Fair East Side Carolina Panthers. So let's burn through this, the elaborate house on the block that has to give you the show. You have to sit there for a 20-minute show so you can get a Mr. Goodbar and a bag of spree. Chicago Bears plus nine and a half. Bomb it. Come on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> These Halloween bombs are getting scary. Scary. Alright. Let's go into, hmm, do I want to do this one or the next one? You know, speaking of those houses, let's go to Detroit. Because this is a fun one. Detroit versus Miami. Line is three and a half. Miami is favorite. Now, if Dallas is the house that has the elaborate fucking Hollywood, a whole family's involved and jumping out of the coffins and doing their community theater play for you so you can get some shitty candy. Detroit's the opposite of it. They're the real deal. They're the abandoned house up on the hill where there's that creepy old man living there and he doesn't even come out to greet you. He just puts the bowl out front in the porch, says it has a little take one note, but you're being watched and you know you're being watched. You got the three foot high lawn. There's a bench press out there for some reason, but it's not, you know, it's not his. And he doesn't know. it's just just equipment. <laughs> brustic <laughs> fucking wheelbarrows and shit. Anyway, he leaves that candy out. You're being watched and you and you do. It's kind of a social experiment, you know? You know he's not even going, he's, he's not on vacation. He's just this creepy old man up on the hill. He just doesn't want to fuck. He probably, he probably legally can't talk to you kids. That's what that's what's even scarier. And that's what the Detroit Lions are. They're a scary place to visit. They're not good. They don't do anything for society, but Halloween, you don't want to fuck with them. We'll just say that. And there's always one kid when the you know, the can, the basket of candies just take one. There's always one kid who's like, well, fuck this, no one's looking. He grabs a handful. That's Tyreek Hill this week. Tyreek Hill is definitely <laughs> grabbing the whole bowl of candy, putting it in his bag. And what happens to that kid? He dies. He dies because he's laced with fentanyl. Cause strangers, drug dealers love to give out free drugs to kids. That's what they tell you on Fox News. <laughs> Watch out. There's drugs in these kids. Can- Why would there be drugs in these candies? Drug dealers want to make money off their drugs. They don't want to just give away and poison fucking kids. That's lazy anyway. In my day, you had to put razor blades in the God damn candy. I mean, you had to really do some finesse and do some work if you wanted to make up something about that. You know what I hate? You know what's real annoying? Is that razor blades come in packs of sixteen, but the candy coming in bags of twenty-four? It's like the hot dog and a bun situation. Now I gotta fucking figure out the lowest common denominator to find out how it can balance out my razor blades and my candy. <laughs> That's a joke. I used to t- I used to tweet every Halloween about how it's annoying. Candy comes in twenty-four, razor blade sixteen, whatever it is. It's a, it's making a joke of the hot dog and bun situation. Anyway, I would post it. It would get some action. Get some traction. But moms would get upset, and they would really come after me. Like that's not funny. Kids died. And first of all, no, they don't. It, this has never happened ever in the world. It's a fucking myth about these razor blades and candy. She actually posted. It. I remember it was on Facebook. She goes, "Why don't you call this police department in Ohio where his kid died and say that and say that joke to him? Why don't you do that? You're not, I bet you won't do that, will you? You're right. I won't do that because that's what crazy people do." crazy people would call a random police department and say a tweet to them. Okay, Carol, you're crazy, and you want me to do crazy things too. Now go ahead and let your kid eat all the fucking candy in the world, throw up. A razor blades, probably the healthiest thing that would go inside this kid with a goddamn Charleston juice and the b-b-b-bows. Um... Anyway, so Detroit Lions, scary place, house on the hill, fentanyl in the candy in the bowl. Don't, it'll, it'll, you'll be fine if you just take the one. But if you get greedy, like Tyreek Hill, man on the hill, then you're in trouble. So we're going to go with Lions plus three and a half. Bomb it Halloween style. Ooh, now we're cooking. Now we're getting in there. Ooh, man, Jesus Christ. Uh, what do we have so far? We got four. I gave you four bombs. I gave you, uh, Patriots. We gave you that Browns, Lions, and bears. Oh my. That's scary. (laughs) That's Halloween. You gotta get the scary fix. Those are three bad teams. Uh, but you know, it's Halloween. Gotta be scary. Brian, Lions, Browns, and bears. Oh my. All right. Let's get to the fifth bottom line bomb. Um, then I'll recap those and I'll give a survivor pick and then a man in the box segment. And then I'll be doing the prop show later on with Sean and Ryan. Uh, This is my favorite game of the week. The Irish car bomb detonation game of the week. If you will, this game epitomizes Halloween. This is Las Vegas Raiders versus new Orleans saints in new Orleans. Is there more Halloween game than that? The Raiders at the saints in new Orleans, two beautiful, glorious Halloween teams Two classic Halloween. These are like the two teams that are super into Halloween. You know, we have friends that are really into Halloween. They look at their their costumes months in advance or asking you what you're going to do. That's the Raider. The Raiders love their costumes. They're super into it. They're the kind of guy. They're people like, like the saints are in for Halloween parties. They like the Halloween parties. They like to get fucked up on weird punches and they like to have sex and costumes and have, slut-shaming, and uh, walk of shame, some some Disney princess walk of shame holding her heels. That's what the saints are all about. The Raiders are all about their costumes so much where they don't even want to go to a party. They just want to go to different bars where there's contests. Like, no, my costume is so good, I, wanna, I want it to be at a contest and be judged. All right, well, that's cool. The rest of us are going to be hanging out at this party, you know, because we're friends. But yeah, all right, go bar to bar to see if you're fucking... Uh, your transformer costume is going to win a contest that you've been building for the last five months. It's a lot of fun. Meanwhile, we're going to be on mushrooms and fucking Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't make me laugh. I'm looking at my papers, looking at my papers, costumes bars. And then here's the thing with the Raiders. We're going to go with the saints plus two and a half, by the way, because Halloween's about the party. We're adults now enough with the costumes costumes are fun for the Instagram, but when you're too into it, the Raiders are costumes all year round they're they're a combination of scary and funny. like at first, they're scary, but then you realize, ah oh, they're they're not that harmful, are they' they're not that harmful. they're just the Raiders. and then you laugh at them, which is a fun juxtaposition in horror movies because a lot of them combine the horror and comedy it's common. They're like, uh, what's a good one for that? Like American Werewolf in London. John Landis directed that one, I believe. That one's a good one because like the, the villain are like these zombie Nazis with machine guns are so over the top. You're like, oh, it's scary. But then they're like blowing everyone away. You're like, oh, it's actually kind of funny. That's because this is ridiculous. Zombie Nazis or werewolf Nazis with machine guns. This is absurd. And that's what the Rangers are. They're absurd. That has a dream within a dream. They're the first, apparently that was like the first horror movie to have the dream in the dream. Like this horrible dream with these Nazis shooting everyone. And he wakes up in a hospital like, oh my god, I had a horrible dream. And then another Nazi comes out and shoots the nurse. Like, what the fuck? And then that was a dream. It's a dream within a dream. And then you're like, alright, what is any of this real? What What is this then? Nothing matters? Is that what, is that what the rules are in this movie? Which is a fun thing to have tell your audience, I guess, but at the end of the day, it's no one we're backing. We're backing the Saints. Andy Dalton, that's a scary proposition on, uh, on Halloween, but we'll take them. They're getting uh one and a half. It was two and a half. So they're getting one and a half. A lot of the Raiders apparently have the flu already. Yeah. I bet you have the flu going down in New Orleans. You just don't want to be in New Orleans in Halloween time. I mean, you want to be there for fun, not for work. And there's going to be, <laughs> they got to work there on Sunday. So we will go, uh, New Orleans saints, Plus one and a half for our fifth and final bomb. Bomb it. You're fucking Mardi Gras. Halloween. Have sex in a costume party. Isn't it fun to walk ashamed the next day of Halloween? Girls are fucking mean guys on their costumes. You know, Ezra. Ezra. Better than Ezra? Ursa. Who's the frozen princess? I don't fucking know. Uh, you know, fun... Uh, Fun characters on a bus holding her heels is my favorite. Get the Uber for crying out loud. Um, all right. So let's just real quick to recap the bottom line bombs. We took Cleveland plus three and a half. Yikes. Uh New Orleans just now plus one and a half. Detroit plus three and a half. New England minus two and a half, and Bears plus nine and a half. That is some those are all bad teams. But we're underdogs, which I like. Last time that's, that's more, more of the bottom line bombs. This is more our wheelhouse. When we take ugly gross teams that make no sense. Plus the points. That's where we thrive. Last week we did too many favorites. It's just too many favorites. You can't do it. Uh, all right. We'll give out a survivor pick now. Is that what we're going to do? Let me take a look here and then the man in the box segment. And then we're done. Thank you guys for coming in for the live stream. This will be on the YouTube channel. Let me read some comments before we get into it. We get into it. We're at 44. We're at 45, but this is a deluxe Halloween show. I got to give a shout. I going really to do the interaction with the... This is so fun because I'm doing the man in the box within the box. <laughs> Second week with a Transformers reference. Ken Barnard, if you listen to all the shows, I repeat jokes a lot. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm writing an hour of content every week about fucking football games. I'm going to repeat jokes. Although I didn't repeat a joke, I just repeated the reference. Is that what happened? I don't even know. Um, my I, My vision is so bad... That I am I can't look at the comments on TV. there's a TV right there. I should show you guys that. Um, can you see it on there? No, you can't. That I'm putting up that I'm putting up the man in a box in my little box right here to play me playing boxes. Is this mean <laughs> me in boxes. Oh, this is fun. Just so I can look at your comments, because I want to look at your comments. I do. I really do. Let's take a look. Oh my god, I should turn the volume down at least. Um. No, yeah, that's about it. You gotta stop commenting. Then. It doesn't look like. It. Oh, these are the top chats. I, I can switch it to the all chat. You're watching an old man in a box figure out technology in front of your eyes. That's fun. Um. All right, let's get to the survivor and then man in a box here. Um. Like we said, we no another Halloween. Uh. Th- there's a couple options you can go. I lost last week with the Patriots versus the Bears. I had two two sheets, two contests. I went with Tampa Bay, who's lost, and Bears lost. So I'm out of it. I'm out of Survivor. I would go with Buffalo over Green Bay this week, unless you're in a circus Survivor contest, which is what we're basing it on, because you want to save Buffalo for Thanksgiving because they're doing a thing where the Thanksgiving games and the Christmas games are their own week. So it's 20 weeks. So you want Buffalo there because they're playing Detroit. But if you're not, if you're in a regular one, I highly recommend Buffalo this week over Green Bay. They're playing Green Bay at night, which uh, the bills should absolutely destroy the Packers. I love it. I love it. the bills. The, the Buffalo is a fun Halloween place. I bet there are like, they're at the a Halloween, they're at the a house on like three neighborhoods over that you drive to that really give out good candy bars. Like, you know what? They're, they're worth the drive. Let's drive the Buffalo. They give out the huge homemade chocolates. Who knows what's in it, but we love it. That's amazing. Um, they had a fun story. to the Bills, they're uh, when they they're coming off a bye. Last we saw them, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the game of the year, at least team wise, matchup wise. Their safety, Jordan Poyer, there was a story about him. He couldn't fly to Kansas City from Buffalo. He had to drive in a Mercedes Sprinter because he has a collapsed lung, and flying would have been too dangerous. And uh, my favorite part about the story was, if you look at if you read it online the, the the online comments, just like you guys commenting here on your YouTube here which I'll get to. I'll get to all of them afterwards. It went through my favorite process. It starts off with everyone saying the same ignorant thing. and because, What the fuck? It's more, it's, it's safer to play in an NFL football game. than It is a fly in a plane. Maybe you shouldn't have been playing. Bah, 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 bah. No one knows what they're talking about. And then one smart guy comes in. No, actually it's because of the air pressure that causes, you know, your, your lung to collapse, put you at high risk. You're not at risk by getting by, by getting in contact. It's just the air pressure thing. So, um, that's why that is. And so then, instead of everyone admitting, okay, you're right, time to end the conversation here online, that's not what online commenters do. Then it just then it just made a hard right turn into the rail system in our country and why <laughs> how we're too dependent on cars and how we should be untrained. Like, what? Talk about a Buffalo Bill safety's lung. I know, then the rail system, then the independent fucking and then Henry Ford fucked us. What? You're just talking about your Cousin got laid off. Anyway, where was I? The Bills, good chocolate, good candy. They're going to beat the Packers. The Packers are an absolute mess. Aaron Rodgers, holy shit, has he been hilarious? I mean, he is. I'm starting to really like Rodgers. He's just selling out his players left and right. He does not give a fuck. He just, he, <laughs> they're terrible. They're losing to the Jets. They're losing to Washington. And and. And after the game, he's like, yeah, half those receivers, they, they shouldn't be playing. They should be off the team. They're making mental mistakes. Really? What about you? You, you just got a contract for $50 million. His quote was, yeah, I, I could I up my level a tick. A tick. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy who dropped the ball? Yeah, he should be cut and fired, and his family should be fucking on the streets. Anyway, I could up mine a tick. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Aaron. He's the kid. He's the guy... Now he's in the fucking... I'm cursing a lot. I'm getting reeled up for my man in the box. I think that's it. The Starbucks gets me cursing a lot. I curse. I don't even know what I'm cursing. What am I doing? Aaron Rodgers is the guy who, like, explains you the origin of Halloween. You know guys give you a story, or he makes you tell you tell him a joke. That real annoying guy makes you work for his candy. Like, fuck, just put the goddamn candy in a bag. Aaron you goddamn hippie now now this is a hippie at thirty eight Nothing more annoying than that great you found philosophic philosophical psychedelics you found psychedelics <laughs> anyway take the bills there in survivor let's get off of that um that's it well that's not it I gotta do man in the box segment my favorite segment people like react that's uh can today be a call-in show? People want to know. No, you cannot, cannot be a call-in show. You cannot call in. Like I said, I welcome you to watch, enjoy the content that I'm putting out. The me, the man in the box, the man who's losing his mind. Uh, you'll see here, I got a Phillies hat on. It's World Series time. Phillies versus the Astros. What a matchup. Just like the Super Bowl, Eagles, Patriots, where the whole country's like, oh, God, I really hate Philadelphia and their fans and their teams, which understandable, but Houston's are cheaters. They hate Houston. So gun to our head, gun to America's head. You have to root for the Phillies. That's what you have to do. Even though it's completely irrational that we still call the Astros cheaters, (laughs) but it's fun to do. I hate when people like Bob Costas tell you, listen, they've been to six world series in a row. It's it's, a of that. You can't call them. Yeah, we can. We can call them cheaters because it's fun because they cheated. They cheated, and that's how they won their only World Series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're obviously good baseball players. You have to be good baseball players as well, and they're probably still not doing. Who knows? What they're still doing. They did. I mean, everyone cheats in baseball, but they did. They took it to a technological level with trash cans. I mean, if I did steroids, I'm not going to be good at football. <laughs> you have to be, or baseball, whatever. You have to be good at the sport first, and then the drugs help, and everything else helps. You can't just do it. Anyone can do it with a garbage can. No, you can't. You cannot do it. You cannot hit a 99-mile-an-hour fastball if someone hits a garbage can right before him so you know it's coming. It won't matter. You will piss your pants. Oh, boy. So uh, the World Series is here, coming up, starting tomorrow, Friday night. How is it not Tuesday and Wednesday? Baseball's hilarious. It could have been Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, when America was watching TV. But now it's going to be this weekend, Halloween weekend, and football. No one's going to give a shit. Way to go, baseball! They are hilarious. What? Do, what do you think? The, the world media's got to come in for this date. We got to have to. It has to be on this date so everyone can get a hotel arrangement. Hotel arrangements. First of all, you don't know where it's being played. It's not like the Super Bowl where you know it's going to be played. You have to know what, what teams are going to be in. It's going to be in New York. I mean, not the way they played, but you know what I mean. When no, there's no media coming in for this shit. Start this up. Tuesday and Wednesday. No one cares. That's why no one cares about baseball. I care as a Philly fan. And Houston Astro fans care. But it's that's what's funny about baseball. When your team's in it, you know, and it's exciting. You think everyone's watching. Like, this is the craziest thing in the world. Only the local fans are watching. That's it. Then you go up to, like, a friend, and you're like, oh, can you believe it? The Philly's in the World Series. Like, what is it? Are they doing that this year? Oh, I didn't know. Congratulations, I guess. Would, should I get you a gift? How's this work? Like, oh no! Well, yeah, it was a thing. Bryce Harper kind of hit this big home run. I don't know if you saw it. Nope, didn't see it. I was too busy reading about Matt Ryan being benched. That's all I cared about for my fantasy league. I don't give a shit about whatever this white sport is. White and Latino. That was a stat that came out. There's no black players in the uh, World Series this year for the first time since 1950 not one black player on either roster. That's not a good look baseball, but it was inevitable. The last 20 years, uh, there's been a steady, steady deduction of black players playing baseball and baseball doesn't know why that's what that, there's a fun part about it. Like, uh, there's no real answer to it. The answer is, it's just not cool. Baseball is just not a cool sport. You make a lot of money, which they don't even realize, but it's just not cool. It's a lot of boring around. So baseball, <laughs> baseball for the last 20 years, every year, Bud Sealy would uh, fly in like the four black players in the league to ask, to have a sit down with them to see what we can do. Get some programs. It was like Ryan Howard, Jimmy Rollins, Tori Hunter, and uh, I don't know oil can Boyd. I don't know. They <laughs> it, oil can come on in. What's going on? How come black people don't play baseball? No, oh, I don't have any fun nicknames. Maybe, maybe because they don't want to be on a bus with 30 fucking hicks from Nebraska with bats who openly say the N word. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe put your goddamn hillbillies through school and every, every systems down the South. Jesus Christ. Dave Winfield one time said it was because of skateboarding. True story. <laughs> well, the problem is the kids are all skateboarding. What? Who? Who's skateboarding? Black kids. That's why they're not playing baseball. I love Dave That Look that up. Look that up. Prove me wrong. Do my, do my research for me. History story. When I was a kid, the my the funniest joke I ever heard in my life when I was a kid was in Mad Magazine. And I would tell people all the time. I would tell parents, adults when I was a little, little, a little siege, little, little man in a box. I was could I live in a little shoebox, little little CJ. It was, what's, what candy bars named after a famous New York Yankee? And they would go, uh, Baby Ruth, Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth. Nope. Dave Butterfingers Winfield. <laughs> Butterfingers Winfield. That, to me, was is the peak of comedy, and I still believe it is. Anyway, uh, so the World Series. <laughs> oh, man. Where are we at? What time? What time? I listened to the, the the Bryce Harper home run. Here's what I here's what's the problem with me. I should probably I should wrap this up, but now I'll get into it, just real quick. I'm a Philly fan, but I'm I realize I'm more of a fan of hating stupidity, and ignorance, and just being negative. That's my higher power to uh, borrow borrow a phrase from the AA people. Hating stupidity. You would think. I listened to the game, Game Five versus the uh, Padres, on Sunday on the radio because I couldn't watch it. Which I think is fine. Uh, baseball is supposed to be heard. They're the opposite of children. Baseball should be heard and not seen. You know, it's better on the radio. It's just more of a flow. Whatever you don't have to fucking watch. You don't. You don't get bored to sleep. It just. It should be on in the background or read. You could read baseball. Uh, get out your papers. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when well, we were at Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Baseball can be read or heard. You mow the lawn, you listen to the baseball game. You don't have to watch it. You, you check in, you check out. But this was an intense game. This was game five. And then Bryce Harper hit the greatest home run in Philadelphia Philly history, no doubt. I mean, it was amazing. Clutch home run, did send him to the World Series. Everyone's ecstatic. My friend's are ecstatic. People are texting me. And my reaction is like, oh, you must be happy, how amazing, what a ride! I go, yeah. Why did was Josh Hader not pitching? That's all I could think about. What, that was so dumb. What the fuck were they doing? How does Josh Hader not go in the game? And they're like, what? Yeah, no, that was dumb. But anyway, what a home run! We're going to the World Series. Yeah, but it's stupid. It should have been lefty on lefty Hader. <clears throat> what was their excuse? I mean, I couldn't. <clears throat> their excuses were insane. Ah, he wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. What do you mean he wasn't re- Get him ready? What the fuck is he doing? He's not ready. He's ready. Like, ah, we didn't want him to take, do five outs instead of four outs. And uh, Suarez never gave up a home run to a lefty yet. What? Suarez then Great. That's not a lefty. That's Bryce Harper. That's not a lefty. Put in your best pitch. Your hater hasn't pitched since Wednesday to face Harper. That's what we all wanted to see. So, I would rather talk about that than the greatest home run that ever happened while it happened. That's how fucking sick I am. And I think sick Philly fans. At least that's how sick I am. In and in a... <sighs> I'm like, then I was actually thinking, I'm like, can I enjoy anything? If I can't enjoy that. Then I was mad about the fucking bunt in the top of the ninth by the Padres. There's one out. The guy bunts with the first and second. What? Did you think there was nobody out? Did you think. Uh, did you think he was going to score from second, like, Major League? What are you, Jake Taylor? That's not, that's not Willie Mays Hayes on second base. He's not coming around. You know, bunt, give out an out. The starter from game fucking, the starter from two days ago comes in. He threw two pitches. Bunt, out, pop-up, out. Philly's go to the World Series. Are you happy? No, I'm not happy because that was dumb. That was dumb by the other team. I, it's just... <sighs> Maybe this is how I'm happy. This is how I'm happy, I guess. Being in a box, yelling about bunts and pitching decisions. <laughs> in New Orleans Saints. That's what I realized. I realize when you're in this box and you have a conversation with yourself, that's what it is. It's a conversation with yourself. I'm going to say there's creativity. So I'm, I'm editing myself as it happens. I'm trying not to get off the deep end. That's why I appreciate all these comments because they're all just wellness checks. If one, if any one of you guys on YouTube sees any, sees something that you don't, <laughs> I actually got. You know what? Fuck. Let's wrap. Let's. This us what a lot of this man in the box is. It's me saying, all right, you know, what? no, no, move on, TJ. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there because once you go there, you're never coming back. I have so many other things I wanted to talk about too, but it's world series time. And we got to, got to talk about it now. Cause it'll be over with soon. Yeah. shows are pretty good. I got kicked. I went to the last time the Phillies were in a world series. They played Tampa Bay. They won. Um, I got kicked out of game four for getting in an argument like this with a Phillies fan as a Phillies fan. It was a huge day there. It was uh there was the Eagles game playing in Atlanta on a day and the Phillies at night. If you know anything about South Philly, the sports complex is all in the same areas so with one baseball stadium, football stadium, and first union where Sixers and Flyers play. There's a WHO concert going on there. That, it was a crazy Sunday there. It was nuts. It was Eagles, Phillies World Series, a WHO concert, all in the same parking lot. So you had whiskey, you had Jaeger, you had nitrous balloons, you had every, you had a lot of things going on. So I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> I did double dipped. I went Eagles in there. I was with my buddy David Tani. He's asked me about Joe Blanton. He was our he was the starter that day. He was our fifth starter. We gave him a lot of money to be, and he's an inning eater, basically Joe Blanton. If you remember, Country Joe Blanton. Nothing against him, but he goes, "Is he any good?" You know, my buddy was asking me that because he was, you know, he checks in a little bit, but doesn't. He's not a diehard fan. I was like, "No, he's not." You know, not for the money we paid him. We didn't pay him to be a fifth starter, but that's what he became. But he's an inning eater. He does what he has to. And a fan in front of me goes, "See, that's what's problem with you Philly fans." Philly fans like you, because he was a Philly fan. We're all Philly fans. He's a winner. He was was like, you know, 18 and fucking 10 or whatever his record was. He had a winning record. Of course he had a winning record. He was on the best team in baseball. He was on the I mean, he gave up fucking eight runs, but they would score 10 for him. And that's what I was trying to tell him. This is before Sabermetrics was kind of a thing. And I was trying to tell him how wins were worthless. (laughs) <laughs> so we're getting in an argument about that, Joe Blanton. And then that somehow it turned into, well, I bet you think Dan Marino's a bad quarterback because he never won a Super Bowl, but Trent Dilfer's better. Is that right? He's like, what? Yeah. And there's, there's a problem. Well, yeah, this asshole thinks Dan Marino's terrible quarterback. And Joe Blanton, and then Joe Blanton hit a home run through all of a sudden, Fuck you. And I'm yelling, fuck you. We're, we're getting in a fight. Other Philly fans are like, guys, guys, we're in the World Series here. What are we doing? We're supposed to be on the same team. We're supposed to be a happy moment. This This is my happy moment. Proving to him that Joe Blanton's overpaid is my happy moment. This is how I win. As Adam Sandler says, in that meme and that unrealistic uncut gems movie. All right. You know what? This is going way too long for the man in the box segment. Um, quick plugs. Let me get out of here. Follow me. Thank you guys for everyone watching the live stream. This will be on YouTube. I'll ch- I'll check in those comments and come back back to you. I'm sure I know all of you personally. Uh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken. Uh, Listen to my other podcast with Sean Flannery Called the Blackout Diaries That's a hilarious drinking story Telling show, drinking storytelling, Yeah, storytelling Drinking show <laughs> Blackout Diaries, means Sean Flannery It's on Starburns Audio, it's very good Um, Yeah, Cedar's is almost taken I'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin next weekend I'm getting out of the box, but you'll still get your bombs I'll record them in Appleton, Wisconsin While the World Series is going on too That'll be interesting Um Yeah. Other than that, um, stay tuned. If you're on watching the sports gaming podcast network on your YouTube, uh, Ryan and Sean's show the prop show. They're going to have me on as a guest outside the box at the big table. I get the big piece of Turkey at Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, that's about it. We'll play the music. I'll hit a bomb sound effect and cue the weird techno. Goodbye.